0: This is AM Rush. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell. Wednesday, May 6th, some headlines out of AM New York Metro. A new rare disease linked to coronavirus is now threatening children in New York. But in some brighter news, a new Dare to Dance contest is offering Cash for videos that are going to bring dancers together while social distancing. And some sports news in the National Football League. Veteran running back Frank Gore is signing with the New York Jets coming from the Buffalo Bills. We're going to talk to AM New York Metro sports editor Joe Pantorno about that. But first, let's talk about that story about a new disease threatening kids in New York. So far, 15 New York City children, some that were recently diagnosed with coronavirus, have been hospitalized for Kawasaki disease. Now, this is an illness often provoked by an infection, and it causes inflammation of blood vessels, including coronary and cerebral arteries. And in Mayor Bill de Blasio's Tuesday coronavirus briefing, he said that the city has put out a health alert to notify healthcare providers about the new condition so that it could be reported immediately to the Department of Health so that the city could identify what's going on quicker. Now, this is a rare condition, but it is advised that parents should still call doctors immediately if a child experiences a fever, rash, abdominal pain, vomiting, Now, so far, the children that are suffering from this illness are between the ages of 2 and 15 years old. And that's according to an alert released by the New York City Health Department from Monday night. And the cases of this span back to mid-April. Some news on the lighter side of things. Dance groups and choreographers have a chance to win cash for submitting videos to this year's Dance Parade and festival. So this is called the Dare to Dance Challenge, and anyone who's going to participate is asked to submit a one-minute original video that's going to bring dancers together through technology while still social distancing. So if you want to do this, the deadline is tomorrow, May 7th. Winners have a shot at $1,000 for first place, $500 for second place, $250 for third place, Your video will be shown at the 14th annual Dance Parade and Festival, which is going to be held digitally this Saturday. If I get enough encouragement on this show, I will make my own video and submit it, and I will show all of you. And I'd also like to apologize in advance that you're all probably going to see me dance. Besides the point. Okay, now we're going to talk with AM New York Metro sports editor Joe Pantorno about the Jets' newest pickup in the backfield, Frank Gore, coming over from the Buffalo Bills. He has some thoughts on what this means. Joe, we're going to go to you now. So now more than ever, to me, it feels like when there's a big signing or anything going on in sports, particularly football, it's especially energetic and exciting now, such as what the New York Jets did by bringing in veteran running back Frank Gore.
1: Yeah, uh, Alex, I'm, I'm going to agree with you here. It's, it's at this point where we're kind of clutching for content in a way. Um, and the jet signing Gore is obviously not only noteworthy just because it's a, a big AFL sign, but it's, it's also, you know, who the player is. Uh, Frank Gore is the, uh, third highest rusher in NFL history, he has over 15,000 yards in his career. He's bound for Canton, Ohio. Uh, it's it's only a matter of time. This is just one more stop on his Hall of Fame career. So um, obviously, it's a big pickup for the Jets. Uh, again, Jets fans really shouldn't expect much in terms of thinking that uh, Frank Gore is going to be, you know, the Frank Gore that he was five eight years ago, but. Uh, Still a noteworthy signing, still a a big name to put in the backfield, and another name to kind of change the culture around the Jets' locker room.
0: So when I think of this signing, it almost reminds me of when Brandon Jacobs returned to the Giants, when he re-signed with them for the second Super Bowl run, because Frank Gore is almost kind of the last of that powerhouse breed of running backs of course you see it more in a modern form but you know those guys were 18 wheelers it was just you know running mad and halfback dive and and you got four or five yards at a time and um so do you think that the Jets drafted around doing this
1: I I I think they they probably had it in the back of their minds. And, and specifically, I guess I'm referring to uh, head coach Adam Gaze here because he's worked with uh, Frank Gore in the past. He was his head coach with the Miami Dolphins in 2018. And he constantly sings the guy's praises. Uh, he spoke about it earlier this year about Gore's work ethic and how he still goes hard in practice. And, you know, this is a guy that's going to be 37 years old this month. Um, and he's still playing like he's a, a 21, 23 year old back that's you know, trying to make it off the practice squad or something like that. Um, and for a backfield that uh, is kind of up in the air because we've we, we've known that Adam Gaze isn't too keen on the contract that the Jets gave to Le'Veon Bell. Um, this is really Gaze's kind of move of saying, okay, I'm bringing in one of my guys here. And uh, it's, it's not, you know, threatening Le'Veon Bell for his starting job, but it's just, Somebody to kind of build in, uh, you know, build his culture uh, with, kind of start building the Jets in, in, um, in his likeness in a way.
0: So, do you think that the Jets, or let me rephrase it, because of course, you know, both the Jets and the Giants need a lot of, lot of fine tuning, to put it politely. What else can the Jets do, or what should they be looking for to build around Gore now?
1: Uh, Really, not much. I think it's it's vital for Jets fans to go into the 2020 season understanding that Frank Gore is solely the backup, where he's going to be a you know a short, down-and-distance kind of guy where he's going to come in and, like you alluded to, he's going to put his head down and he's going to just eat up as many yards as he can. Uh, There's it's not going to be anything flashy to it. He's almost like the anti-Le'Veon Bell in a way where – Bell's running style is patience and and cutting and, and nimble uh, is nimbleness at the, at the line and waiting for those holes to open up. Frank Gore is, like you said is one of those old-fashioned steamrollers where he's going to come in and he's going to you know just give what the defense will uh, take what the defense is giving to him. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to allude to the giants of old in a way um, but you can almost see Gore being the thunder to Le'Veon Bell's Lightning in the way that we all thought in 2000, 2001, Ron Dane was going to be the Thunder to Tiki Barber's Lightning. Uh, obviously, the Jets will be hoping that the results are much better than that.
0: The Thunder to his Lightning. I like that. I think that's a perfect way to describe the situation. And like you were talking about, with him being a veteran, mature presence in the locker room, do you think that when Gore comes into this situation, Maybe it's not necessarily a retirement position in going to New York. I know uh, the Jets have a history of that of bringing in athletes whose you know days of glory not had passed, but they had reached their zenith and were coming down and wanted to retire in a you know in New York in a, a beautiful setting. But do you think that Gore has a little more on his mind in a sense that he thinks that he could squeeze out a championship with them?
1: Uh, it would take an awful lot and the Jets have a ton of work to do really to enter that championship conversation. That being said, the ASC East is as open as it's been probably in the last 20 years or so because it looks like the Patriots are uh, beatable and uh, suddenly we're going to the 2020 season thinking that, hey, you know what? This actually might be, say, the Buffalo Bills' division. So I, I really don't think Gore is joining the Jets with the expectations of winning a championship. I think that would be uh, way too lofty, but I think Gore is brought in to kind of show that, Hey, I can still do this. Number one. Um, and number two is he's going to come in and be that role model. Really not for anybody in the jets backfield, but somebody who is working closely with the first team offense, who can be in Sam Darnold's ear and just kind of tell a, a young developing quarterback, kind of what to look for, um, say in uh past protection schemes, um, also, he becomes a security blanket out of the backfield uh, if Le'Veon Bell is either struggling or not available. Uh, so obviously, that provides vital depth. Should um, you know the unspeakable happen in a way? Um, so really, I think it's it's the Jets trying to mark off a couple of boxes to move in the right direction, but it's not really finding that final piece or two for a championship puzzle.
0: And as I referenced earlier, it seems like that's what the Jets do when they sign a big name. It's someone who was a big name five seasons ago, even more. You look at Brett Favre, LT, who are some others you must know?
1: Uh, Chris Johnson is one oh, yeah. uh, that also comes to mind. Um, yeah, you know, they, they do have a tendency to do this, and um and, and, you know, I've said it for years and I've said it for years because my father has said it for years in a way the Jets are the Mets of football where whatever can go wrong will go wrong or their big <laughs> moves are signing players that are, you know, just a little bit too past their prime.
0: They're not past the expiration date, but uh, you got to get them in the oven if you if you want to cook it.
1: <laughs> That's a perfect way to look at it. <laughs>
0: And, uh, I hope you enjoy your Cinco de Mayo because we're recording this the day before, since we're on the topic of cooking. And uh, get a margarita for me; we could all use one. Um, Joe, before we move on, any final thoughts on the Jets' pickup on Gore?
1: Um, I, you know, I, I said it before. I think it's just a, a crucial culture move, and um, you know, really, the Jets didn't have much else in the backfield uh, behind Le'Veon Bell, so just to bring in somebody with that kind of experience with that kind of pedigree who you know is going to take his job seriously, no matter where he is on the depth chart. Um, And he's going to come in and push for as much playing time as he can get. That's exactly what Adam Gaze wants. That's exactly what the Jets and Jets fans should want too. So um, I think it's a great signing. Uh, Obviously it's a one-year deal, so you're not going to lose much. And uh, hopefully he still has a little bit left in the tank where, you know what, this is, uh, you know, 2020 won't be the end for Frank Gore.
0: I would would love to see him, even if it's not playing for a championship, like you said, the AFC East, you know, it's like ding dong, the witch is dead, Tom Brady's out of New England, who knows what's going on with Belichick up there. It really is an open game, and you've also just taken a veteran presence from an interdivision rival to now play for you, and even if he's not, like you said, he's going to bring more, it seems, to a mentality to the Jets than anything. Of course, you put him in a clutch situation, he's likely to come up big, but he also knows about what Buffalo is doing. So in addition to having something that could push you over the edge against New England, you now have another adversary within your division not as formidable because their running back knows what they've been doing. And you can almost imagine that he's going to help Gates coach around that.
1: Right. And, And for the first time really in a long time, it's not going into a season with blind, unreasonable optimism. You're suddenly going into a season with legitimate hope, where you're not sitting here wondering, okay, well, you know what, if... Tom Brady gets injured and Bill Belichick uh, has a falling out with ownership and the Patriots lose half their offensive line and uh, you know, their defense forgets how to rush the passer. Well, then the jets might have a chance if they somehow win nine games with a roster that should really be winning five. Um, Suddenly it's the AFC East is anybody's division. Uh, The jets are in the process of rebuilding um, as legitimately as they have in recent years so again it's I I want to say this with with cautious optimism because you don't want to put uh, the cart before the horse in a way but there's a reason for hope and legitimate hope heading into 2020 so you'd like to think that maybe say looking back next year Jets fans can look back and say hey you know what Frank Gore was a it was a really big signing it might not move the uh move the meter much on paper but you know what he was huge for us so um You know, hopefully, Jets fans, it's all right, especially in times like this.
0: And again, that was AM New York Metro sports editor Joe Pantorno. And that's where we're going to wrap up AM Rush today. Once again, I'm Alex Mitchell. Thank you for listening, New York. You are the best. We're going to get through this. Stay tough. Hang tight. The week is almost over. Find something to bring happiness to yourself and the people around you. It's so important now. Thank you for listening, New York, and remember, wash your hands.